Welcome back, friend. We are here for episode number two of the whole homeschool mom series that we're going to do here this summer. It's going to be a three weeks total. So if you didn't listen to the first episode, go back one episode to number 157. That was episode one in this series. And then we will continue this for the next two weeks. But today we are going to focus in on a term that, okay, let me just say the term is I'm going to use personal growth and, but that can be such a buzzword, but I'm not going to use it in the way that we often hear just maybe out in social media and just a focus of, you know, on ourselves so much, but I don't want us to get lost. That's the point of all of this. So let's peel back some layers. Let's talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. And I want to encourage you here by the end of this episode and hopefully to get some, just some ideas, like kind of swirling, some, um, just brainstorming those things are like, Ooh, open up some possibilities and get you excited about this area that you can spend a little bit more time in with this summer, having a little bit of a break from the homeschool routine and kind of shifting. If you did not hear, there is a summer routine episode a couple back. I forget the name of the the number of the episode, but I will link it in the show notes as well as you can listen to that one. If you're like, how am I going to do a routine this summer? You can listen to that. But today let's kind of dive in a bit and talk about you and your personal growth and some areas that you can get excited about and spend some time on this summer. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. You decided to homeschool your kids and you jumped in with two feet, and I'm not saying that's wrong, but you are now at this point that you are just, it is all consuming. It is what you talk to people about. There's not much else that you have. You're like, okay, do you want to talk about mealtime, nap time, school time? And it's the all encompassing bit. And I know that it can be, it absolutely can be just so much because we just, yeah, we just, we just feel it. We know that the education of our children is super important. We don't want them to be 30 years old, looking back someday and say, my mom did a terrible job and I'm so ill prepared for life. And it's all, everything's all her fault. And so we take that on as, as moms and are concerned about that. But you are just all consumed with the homeschooling of your kids and just the everyday of everything, right? The creating relationships with siblings, which encompasses maybe breaking up some arguments or mediating those or letting them to work it out a little bit themselves and the mealtime and the potty training and the history lessons and the science experiments. And then maybe the baseball team and the soccer team and then the church activities And everything revolves around the raising of your kids, which again, is not a bad thing because you're in a season where it is super intense. But what about you? What do you think about on your off time? Do you have your homeschool set up in a way that when you aren't necessarily carrying out those lessons and using the curriculum and the resources that you have purchased, that you have this weight just hanging on your shoulders and this 
cloud maybe over your head just thinking, I don't think I picked the right stuff to do this year. I don't think we're going to be able to get through everything that I had picked out. And maybe it's not good enough stuff. And, and what are we even doing here? I mean, I'm just, I know we have to do these certain subjects. And I'm just kind of pulling those out. If you're feeling like that, mama, let's not feel like that. Let's be able to set up our homeschool to have our goals figured out for that homeschool year. And then it just, I don't want to say it runs on autopilot because you actually have to do a lot for it, but it's not something on your off time that you're worried and concerned about because you have it all figured out. You have it set up. And that is exactly what Clarify Your Homeschool does. And you get the privilege of educating your children at home, of picking the curriculum and choosing how you're going to spend your time, setting up a routine, having a goals Uh, for each year and each child and having a vision for your homeschool and, and knowing that you are spending your time in the best way possible when it comes to your homeschool time. But then on the other times, you're just so worried about what am I, am I doing enough? Is, am I doing it right? Am I being consistent enough? When will you join Clarify Your Homeschool? You're able then to step away from your homeschool time and say, you can, I mean, you can close the door. If you have a physical school room, you can close the door and say, I'm done. And I feel really good about what we've done. And we can walk into the rest of our day with full confidence. And I don't need to be concerned and worried about that. Let's do this. Okay, mama, check out littlebylittlehomeschool.com backslash clarify your homeschool, or just go to the little by little homeschool podcast. And you can hit the menu button that says course, and that will give you all of the information where you can join right now today, because I want you to walk into this summer getting prepared for your next homeschool year and having some time then just be like, yeah, let's just enjoy the rest of this summer here. And we've got everything figured out. We're going to go into the fall and we're just going to rock it. You're going to do awesome. So today though, let's talk about the other side, we'll say of a homeschool mom brain when she isn't consumed with all the homeschool. Is that, is it okay? Is it okay to not think about homeschool all the time? Yes. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Cause guess what? You are still a person. You're still a woman. You're still a wife. You're still a friend. You're still a daughter. You're still an aunt. You're still a cousin. You're still a neighbor. You're still all of these things as well. Homeschooling is just one of the hats that you put on during your days. And when I became a mom, I absolutely loved it. I'm one of those people, I'm just going to jump in two feet and just, I am fully immersed. I loved it. And all the learning that I did about child development and being uh, the mom that I felt God was calling me to be, I dove in deep. I read so many books back in that day, back in the old days. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have blogs. And you know what? I'm a little kind of glad because I read a lot of books, but they were only the books that maybe I could afford to buy or that my library had. And I had to be picky and choosy. And it wasn't just listening to somebody's 15 second reel on Instagram and letting that affect my, my motherhood. It was actually taking time. And sometimes I would start to read and I would really research which books I was actually going to read. And sometimes there were some duds and I would start to read like, no, this doesn't feel right and settled with my spirit. And I would move on from that. But I noticed for myself by about let's say year seven, eight of being a mom. So at that point I had all three of my kiddos. I was just drained. I didn't feel like I was a person anymore. I felt like I was quote unquote, just a mom. And I know that's, that's a huge, huge role. It's a huge part of your life, but I felt like there was nothing of me. I was like, I feel really lost in this role as a homeschool mom. And I was like, I can't, I can't stay like this. I'm going to, I'm going to shrivel up and die. Not really. But I was like, I'm just, I felt like my soul was just not vibrant anymore. 
And my husband was fully supportive. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And it finally took me some time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to step into a role. And I approached my church about helping out with the women's ministry. Long story short, I ended up running that women's ministry and running women's events. I just love to do that kind of stuff. It's kind of comes naturally and easily to me. And I really, really enjoyed it. And it just brought out another part of me. And I also thought it was a lot of fun. And it just made me feel like a person. Another thing I did was I became an Avon representative. I don't know, is, is Avon still even out there? My sister-in-law was one and she, and I didn't know anything about MLMs. I didn't know anything about that stuff. She's like, Hey, I make a little bit extra money when I do this. And I was like, okay. And so it was a way for me to be able to bring in a little bit of spending money. And it wasn't necessarily something that we had to have for our budget. So if I made a hundred dollars in a month, I was super excited because I could go and buy some little things that just that I wanted to. And so it was just a little bit of extra spending money. And then I really got into knitting and, um, okay. So not really, let's just say that I can knit a really good scarf. If you need a scarf, let me know. Actually, it's been a few years since I have knit, but I was got really good at, at knitting scarves. Don't ask me to do anything circular like a hat or mittens or socks. I'm sorry. I'm not your girl. I didn't get that much into it, but then I moved on to home decor and DIY and just, I don't know if you can kind of see a progression of different areas. And I, they weren't always necessarily built upon one another, but they just kind of grew as my interests grew. And it was fun. It was stuff that just filled me up that I could learn about. You know, I came to the women's events, I was learning about how to plan these better and, and the different dynamics and how to keep people engaged. And just each of those areas had some things for me to learn. And it really just kind of opened me back up to the fact that I am a person. I'm not just a mom. I'm not just a homeschool mom and neither are you. And I want to awaken a bit of that in you today. So what do I mean when I say the term personal growth? Really, basically, it just means that you mom, you're going to keep learning and you're going to keep growing. Now, the amount of time and the exact areas that you decide to kind of focus in on are really going to depend upon the season of your life. If your kids are younger, you might only have a little bit of time. So for me with the knitting, I could sit and knit scarves in the middle of the summer while my kids played in the backyard. I could do it in the evening while we watched a TV show, which if you've been here a while, know that we don't, we don't even have a TV anymore. So times have changed. See, lots of, lots of things have changed. But it was just something that I could sit and do with my hands and feel like I was being creative and, and doing something and not just sitting there. And so I think it's important for us to take into account the season of life. So I want you to think about the season of life you are in right now, as well as what are your goals? So here we go. I've just got like three quick, easy steps to mention to you. The first thing is here to figure out an area you want to grow in. The question you can ask yourself is, what am I curious about? What do I want to do? About a year, year and a half ago, I was like, I'm going to make sourdough because you know, everybody was making sourdough. And so I bought this, it was maybe like a $30 course, taught me how to do it. It was, it was actually a really good investment because I learned everything, the videos and was making tons of sourdough. I'm not making as much because we were just down to the three of us. I would make it and we just wouldn't eat it fast enough. And I just haven't gotten quite back into it, but see how that was just like a season. It served really well when all five of us were here at home and I was making like a loaf of sourdough every day or every other day. But it was an area that I was interested in. And so I just leaned into that. So what are you interested in? Do you maybe want to learn how to roller skate? 
I don't know. I'm just thinking of these things. Do you want to learn how to garden? Do you want to learn how to watercolor? Do you want to learn how to do pottery? Do you want to learn how to write a book? Do you want to start a blog? Do you want to start a YouTube channel? Do you want a podcast? What is it that maybe you want to do? You know what it is. It's something that's stirring in your heart. And maybe when you see on social media videos of people doing this thing, or maybe you hear of friends or you know of people, or you just kind of wonder, it's there. It's in your heart. I want you to think about what that is. Maybe you write it down right now, scribble it down so that you don't forget. Just really, what area do you want to grow in? What are you curious about? It can be something super simple and small. It could be how to make, let's say, macaroons. I know that those can be a little bit difficult to make. If you learn how to make them, I will gladly be your taste tester. But it could just be something that you just do during the day at home in your kitchen. Or it could be, you know, I might actually want to go get a part-time job. Or maybe I want to learn how learn this certain skill. Maybe I want to get better at accounting so I can help my husband with his business. Maybe it is, I want to, I don't know, I want to learn how to ride mountain bikes. <laughs> I want to start mountain bike. I want to start to hike. What is it within you? What area? What are you curious about? I want to encourage you to just really stop and think about that. Write it down because it's probably something that's staring really inside you. And I'm actually super excited to hear what it is. I want to know. <laughs> and I want you to go and pursue that. So that's the, so next step number two is like, what's the next step? Whatever that is, that's kind of like burning inside you that you just can't stop thinking about that keeps popping into your head that keeps coming up. Maybe you want to run the women's ministry at your church, maybe, or maybe you just want to have a Bible study at your house, or maybe you want to start a book club. There's something there. There's something that you want to do. And so what you then need to do, once you figure out what is that one thing I'm going to start to do now, because we don't add too many things because you might burn out from all of them. Just one thing. And then what's the next step? Do you need to purchase a course on how to do that? Or maybe you would make it easier like I did with the sourdough. Do you need other certain supplies you need? Do you need to learn certain skills? What is that next step? So maybe on a piece of paper, write down what that, what you're curious about, what you want to learn, what you want to do, and then write down underneath it. What are the steps? You don't even have to write them in order. Like what are some different steps? What are some things you need to do? And then just do the next step. Say you want to learn how to become a roller skater, a really good roller skater, or you want a rollerblade, or you want to, I don't know, there, I know there's some sports that are associated with those two things. And you're like, well, I really want to do that. Okay. Well, the first thing would be to go and buy roller skates or rollerblades and learn how to do that well. Then you can add in the next part and you just kind of keep building up on those steps. And eventually you'll get to the point where you've done all of the steps for whatever it is that your heart is kind of burning and you're curious about, and then just continue to do it. So the third thing I want to mention here is to do it for as long as it feels right. Are you enjoying it? Are you seeing growth? Are you excited about it? Now, yes, there are some things in our life that we need to do, whether we are excited or not to do it. But when it comes to like a hobby or something, uh, so say, for example, go back to the knitting and you really enjoy it and you're learning and you're learning how to do different things. And you know, you're kind of maybe six months into it a year two, four years into it. And you're like, you know, this doesn't hold the same joy anymore. Is the world going to fall apart because you stopped knitting? Probably not. I, I highly doubt that it will. Some people might be disappointed that they don't get knitted gifts for Christmas any longer, but they'll get over it. I promise you, I assure you they will do whatever this is for as long as it feels right. And then it's okay to shift and pivot, have fun with it. 
And if you're no longer having fun with it, if it's a hobby, maybe it's watercolor, you learn how to watercolor and you're enjoying decorating your home and just giving different um, pieces that you've created as gifts. And then after a while, you're like, you know, I'm not really interested in it. Or maybe you find a different type of medium. Maybe you get more into oils and you kind of leave the watercolor behind. That's okay. Have fun. I want to encourage you though, to stretch yourself. If it starts to feel hard, don't stop. Like that's when you're like really close. You're like right on the cusp of a breakthrough. So for the knitting, you're like, Ooh, this design is getting really hard. You know, I could just put this in the back of my closet and no one will know I was trying to make this sweater. But if I just push through, maybe there's just a couple of things I need to search on YouTube and find where exactly I'm getting this certain stitch wrong and then learn it and then do it. So stretch yourself. And then it's okay to add on, to continue to add on to whatever it is that you've decided you want to do. Maybe it was just a couple of things. Maybe Again, we'll go back to the macaroons here. You decided to learn how to make macaroons. And now you have friends and family who are like, hey, we're having a baby shower. We're having a bridal shower. Would, would you be willing to make some and we'll pay you for the supplies and then for your time as well? Well, okay, that would be kind of fun, right? It's something that you've learned. It's a skill and you're having fun and enjoying and doing it. Then go ahead, build upon it, add on to it, but then don't be afraid to walk away someday. Maybe you end up with some type of just on the side business and friends and family and different people from church and whatever, whoever is just kind of ordering things from you. And you get to a point you're saying, this is too much in my season of life right now. And I need to just walk away. Maybe it's not even walking away. Maybe it's just cutting down and saying, I can only do one order a week, or maybe you get into making like cakes, cakes for weddings. And you say, I can only do one a week, or I can only do one every other week because in this season of my life, there's a lot to do with my kids, but don't be afraid to do one of those two things to build and add on to what you have learned. And then don't be afraid to walk away. And maybe it's not a little business that you have started on the side. Maybe again, it's something simple like knitting and you decided, you know, I just don't have the time. I'm just not sitting as much in the evening uh, to work on this. And my kids aren't running around in the backyard any longer. And we're just in a different season and put it aside. I have a big bag full of all my knitting needles and probably a couple projects that I had started and balls and balls of yarn that are just kind of sitting in the back of my closet. But I'm not going to part with those because I know that a season in life will be coming again where I can lean into those and maybe pick it back up. And if I never do, that's okay. Maybe I'll pass it on to my daughter. Maybe I'll pass it on to somebody else. But I feel absolutely no guilt that I don't knit people's scarves anymore. Everybody I know had a scarf from me. And I guess I know a lot more people now, so maybe I should make them scarves. But I just don't see that as serving me right now in this season of life. And you'll start to notice that too and say, this isn't serving me and my family well in this season in life. And it's okay. Sometimes we might disappoint people, but we have to do again, what is going to be best for you and your family at that time. And they will move on. They will get over it. Might be a little bit hard, but it's their expectations. We have to push those aside. And that's a whole nother podcast episode right there. But real quick before we end, and I will be back on Monday with the third part of this whole homeschool moms uh, series here for the summer. But let's just go over those three steps. The first thing is I want you to figure out what area you want to grow in. You already know the area. I want you to lean into that. The second step is to figure out what is next. What's the next step? And just do that next step and then continue to follow those steps. And then the third step here is to do it for as long as it feels right in this season in life. Don't be afraid to shift, to pivot, to add, to walk away. Have fun, stretch yourself, enjoy it. 
We were not created here. We are not here right now to get to a certain point, begin to have children, and then completely shut our brains off. Let's turn the brains back on and let's start as homeschool moms to have interests and hobbies and things that are outside of just that every day of raising our children. And I'm excited to see the areas that this encourages you, inspires you to grow upon. And every single week I send out a newsletter just with some more information about little by little homeschool and links to different things. And I would love to be able to send that straight into your inbox. And then you can simply hit reply and tell me some things about you and your homeschool and your motherhood. And you can include some of the areas of personal growth that you are now growing in and including into your life. There is a link down in the show notes, but makes it super simple and easy to sign up for the newsletter list. And I'd love to be able to pop into your inbox, but until then have a really great rest of your day. Thank you for joining me here today. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.